But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? Now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Seven reasons why the rapture occurs before the revelation according to 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 8. Number one, I'm doing this for the benefit of people who are not with us and don't have these notes. Number one, because the coming of Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him is cause for comfort from all fear. Verse 1 and 2. Number two, the departure, which is a better rendering of the phrase falling away or the rapture, must precede any Christ coming. That's given in verse 3. Number three, Antichrist will stand in the rebuilt temple, which has not been built and will not be built until the church is gone. How do we know that the temple cannot be built until the church is gone? Do you remember in Daniel when it talked about the Antichrist is going to confirm a covenant for a week? Who is the covenant confirmed with? The Jewish people. It's confirmed for seven years. Not until that covenant is confirmed are they going to be able to build their temple. Because there's something else on the Temple Mount, isn't there? Al-Aqsa, the mosque. And there's going to have to be an agreement. If the Jewish people tried to build the temple on the, on the Temple Mount right now, it would start a world war. Only Antichrist is going to have the power of deception to make the whole world say, it's acceptable now, we can all be friends. So we know it's not going to be built until we're gone. Um, number four, Paul refers them back to what he had already taught them about the rapture, and I'm convinced that that refers to 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13 to 18. I'm sure most of you are familiar with that passage. 
Number five, the restrainer referred to in verses six and seven can only be the Holy Spirit indwelling the church. When the church is removed, the restraining power departs as well. This does not mean that the Holy Spirit is not going to be working in the tribulation period. It simply means he will not be working in the indwelling sense as he does during the church age. Six, only then, remember this is a key word, will the lawless one be revealed as verse 8 tells us. This is in accordance with Revelation 13, the coming of Antichrist and the false prophet. And number seven, these points all agree with Paul's statement in Romans 11.25 that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Scripture agrees it does not contradict itself. <clears throat> in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 8, we have two different words used for revealed. Uh, the first is apocalypto, which uh, I've got a little quote here for you from the linguistic key to the Greek New Testament. And it says the word is very significant, not only as marking the superhuman character of the one who is spoken of, but as placing it in mocking counterpart to the revelation of the Lord Jesus himself. That comes from Milligan. And then concerning the second use in verse 8, the word usually has some idea of striking splendor and was often used by the Greeks of a glorious manifestation of the gods. So Paul is using language here to tell us that when Antichrist comes on the scene, those who are without truth and without understanding, without faith in Christ are going to say, this guy's a god. They're going to be deceived. So there you have seven reasons why the rapture must occur before the tribulation. 